All right, the Michigan saga gets weirder and weirder. As you know, uh, Michigan has agreed to not challenge the punishment doled out by the Big Ten, which will keep Jim Harbaugh on the, well, not on the sidelines, off the sidelines for the next two games, including the Ohio State game, which is going to be a big deal when that game comes around. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they fired their linebackers coach, and some mysterious accusations are floating around. Why did all this happen, et cetera? Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports, who was involved in, in reporting on this story heavily, is with us now. Um, thanks for coming on, Dan. We're trying to figure out here in Michigan why, if they were so adamant about their day in court and making their statement and disagreeing with all this, did they suddenly say, okay, fine, we'll accept the punishment, less than 24 hours before a hearing? Well, uh, they were presented by the NCAA with additional information and uh, evidence that um, that you just suggested or you just listed off that I think uh, changed sort of the, the viewpoint of uh, how they wanted to, to, to fight for this uh how they wanted to fight this battle. So circumstances changed, and then so did their uh, their strategies. So do we have any idea what uh, the evidence was that was presented? Well, it was, uh, as you said, that uh, this uh, assistant coach uh, seems to have told people not to talk. Um, he may not be, have known anything of what Connor Steins was doing before. The NCAA alleges that he told people not to talk and uh, allegedly destroyed some kind of evidence on a computer or attempted to destroy evidence or eliminate evidence. I don't know how you wanted to find that. Uh, and then there's this allegation that a booster from Michigan, uh, who is referred to uh, quite colorfully as Uncle T, uh, you can't make this stuff up. You know, it's not, no, a, you can't. It's not a college football scandal until there's an Uncle T. <laughs> Uh, Uncle T. He beats Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. T is probably someone's uncle. Um, uncle T uh, <laughs> may have allegedly at least partially funded Connor Stallion's uh, ticket sales. So those would be the, the, the major new evidence and allegations that the NCA would have presented. And this is the thing about trying to litigate or figure this out in the middle is the investigation keeps going and like nobody is saying Connor Stallions didn't do this. So as much as Michigan wants due process and time, which uh, I don't think is inherently a wrong argument. uh, The problem is the due process is not going to produce anything that is really that favorable to them. It's only going to produce negative or neutral because it's not even Connor Stallions has come out and said, no, no, you guys got it all wrong. I didn't do anything. Uh, I was just buying those tickets. So the longer it goes, the more likely something comes out or could be nothing, but that would just be neutral. So, um, you know, so if I if I'm hearing you right, basically, (laughs) Michigan sort of decided, you know what, let's take the three game punishment. It could end up being worse. Let's try to shut this down and and, and put water on the fire. It's uh, it's starting to uh, it's starting to get hot in here and accepted this, and there may be more coming from the NCAA, but rather than go into court and claim hardship and, and, and irreparable harm, they were afraid that something might come out in court as to why you know they 
continued to need to do this, and then there'd be even more news headlines. So instead, they're trying to sort of control the the news cycle on this. Is is that accurate? I, I don't think anything was going to come out in court because that was a Big Ten argument. It's the Big Ten penalty. It's an NCA infraction. So that's kind of part of why they they were going to go to court. Is you have one group, uh, one regulatory body, or however you want to define these things doing the investigation and another one who doesn't investigate just taking what they've heard from these guys and applying their penalty. So that was kind of part of the legal argument. I don't know whether that would have worked. Um, presumably, now we're not sure about this because nothing's been written down, but presumably the, end, the the Big Ten is saying, even if more information comes out by the NCA, we won't levy further penalties. So let's say Harbaugh serves his three games let's say Michigan wins and beats Maryland Saturday and Ohio State next Saturday and then goes off to the Big Ten championship game in the playoff, they don't maybe maybe they don't have to worry about getting further suspension if we find out, you know, whatever we find out. More next. details, Uncle yeah. T. So this is sort of take the deal Uncle now. T. Yeah. Uncle, yeah. We find out who perhaps. Uncle T was. <laughs> You yeah. Know. Yeah. Team, yeah. There, there might be, you know, it might be yeah. Auntie W and, <laughs> and cousin a X. A lot can happen in the story, Mitch, and it generally yeah. does. You know, so, I, I don't know. I saw Barb McQuaid on the show last night, and she was saying also, uh, from a legal standpoint, that to give a stay or whatever, they would have had to have got it before he missed the game. Because once you miss the game, you can't prove irreparable harm because you've already missed the game. Oh, okay. So she was saying well, that it was hard yeah. that they were going to be able to do it anyway if he, they didn't get them before the when penalty started. Yeah, there's a belief that the judge, Judge Connors, who, of course, um, both went to Michigan and teaches at Michigan, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, but he actually wasn't being very favorable. He's going to get a bad rate, your professor. Um, after this, yeah, uh, he, he right. You can't not coaching Penn State is irreparable harm because you can't replay the game. So if he didn't rule immediately, there was a good chance, at least some chance, that Michigan was going to lose anyway. So um, I, I don't know. The problem here is there's a there's not a lot of like uh, anything written down, right? Right, but 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 the latest development here, though, the firing of this linebackers coach who was making a half a million dollars a year. This wasn't some, you know, guy who 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 made Xerox copies for the team. He's a major coach. He's not a low level. You know, he was uh, a linebackers coach. Linebackers a pretty important position uh, on Michigan, especially with the defense that they have. And he was let go. I'm sure that raises questions about, well, now wait a minute, it's one thing to have a guy like Connor Stallions who's, who's way down the food chain and is out, you know, really doesn't come into the office all that much, is out scouting or all the rest. It's another thing to have a guy who I'm sure Jim Harbaugh sees every day uh, in practice, and he's the guy who is now accused of trying to destroy evidence. Now you have a lot of people saying, how could Harbaugh not know that? you know, from a guy who was definitely in the meeting rooms with him and all the rest, which, you know, of course, all this gets more and more dangerous for Michigan the closer the fire actually gets to Jim Harbaugh and and the less he's going to be able to claim he's a victim uh, and, and just being the one who's being punished if he had some knowledge of this. So is there a suggestion now that he might have been connected to Chris Partridge's actions? So not what we're hearing. It's 
Chris Partridge did not know, and I'm just going a little bit here and I'll shoot the messenger. Um, Chris Partridge did not know what Connor Stallions, how Connor Stallions was gathering the information to steal the signs. But after the scandal broke, his actions in uh, the classic, the cover of source of the crime are the issues here. Now, whether that remains to be the fact as the investigation continues, I don't know. I mean, that's the yeah. thing. Like I said, there's nothing, po- nothing positive is comes out of an ongoing investigation when we are f- certain to a 99th percent that so this happened. So, but you are correct. It's one thing, you know, you have 70, hundred people working on a football staff and the, the 20 somethings that make up the, the quote, low level staffers and grad assistants are notoriously like, um, aggressive and they're they're off on their own and it's really Harbaugh's failure not to walk into that room every week and say any of you step out of line in any way I finish your career you're never working in football again because you're not important enough and you know that's the thing Connor Stallings could have stolen these signs via tv and footage and all that and and there'd be no problem but he, he went over the line allegedly so but when it's your linebacker coach getting fired Look, you start, if you're Michigan, you're starting to, that line you're trying to draw to say, look, this isn't that big of a deal becomes harder and harder to draw. Yeah. And yeah. from the outside, I, you're asking the general public reputationally to pay way more attention to the scandal uh, than, you know, once they hear Uncle T and all that, it's it's kind of, you're, you're kind of lost the <laughs> And the Uncle T right. thing is, there's going to be some signs at Maryland. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Involving oh, Uncle T. Now, now yeah. the, the Big Ten is not going to investigate anymore. Right? They said they're done, so this will no, all be right. NCAA from this point on. Yeah, which won't NCAA be until next year. Right, right. or two so. years or three. That one for what the other school was it, five years before they finally got Kansas or whatever, all this? Yeah, I would expect the NCAA to have, you know, they, they gather all the evidence and then they, they bring forth, they call the notice of allegations, and they say, hey, look, this is what we think happened. Then Michigan has 90 days to look into it themselves and say, okay, this is what we think happened. We agree on this. We disagree on this. And they decide whether to negotiate a resolution or fight through the process. Um, so that process, and if there's eventual NCA penalties, scholarship reductions, uh, you know, further suspensions of a coach, fines, that takes a long time. That's what can take years if necessary. Um, and then what the Big Ten was trying to do was punish Michigan right away because they're saying, look, this happened this year. We got to sit this guy right now. All right. Appreciate it, Dan. Thank you for coming on. Yep. I'm sure we'll talk next week. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> it's 760 WJR.